Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. This is Kawabungie. And this is Kawabongo. But the turtles for your 16-bit system are Kawabunga! Holy cow, it's turtles in time! The cool arcade game for Super NES, now with tasty turtle duels, and psych up your Sega Genesis with the Hyper Stone Heist, and all new 3D Turtle Thrash. So remember, this is Kawabingo. But the turtles for Super NES and Sega Genesis are... Kawabunga, dude. Welcome to Play Retro. I'm your host, Scott Johnson, and I will continue to punch you while I move from left to right. Ooh, and I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I need three to five more players to help me beat up on these arcade games from the 90s. Welcome to die. Oh, welcome to die. Yeah. Uh, If you're uh, confused about any of this, let me tell you what we're playing here today. Cowabunga, dude. It isn't just the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, although that's the the commercial we played, but we're going to talk about uh, TMNT, the arcade game, and then later Turtles in Time, the arcade game, and home uh, game, as well as the X-Men, the Simpsons, this whole... This whole run of four-player, big-ass, buttons-everywhere, nightmare arcade experiences that everybody played in the early 90s, yeah. Right. What you're basically talking about is the most popular early 90s Konami 4-plus player arcade licensed beat-em-ups where we uh, take some cartoons that are – some of them are fairly new. I mean, Mom, all these cartoons are really new to the scene, and we take them to the arcade, and we beat them up. Multiplayer yeah. style. Yeah, Simpsons is only about six years old at this point. Not uh, even that old. It was in, it was the second season, midway through the second season when the Simpsons 1991 arcade game was released. Oh my so gosh. I thought the show, even we're, have, we're not counting the, the, the what's in her name show. No, no, no. Days. We're, not, we're not talking about the Tracy Ullman stuff. Tracy, no, no, Tracy no. Ullman days, yeah. Okay. No, no. That makes this sense. is when the, when the series actually had a season one. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm look. I'm ready to to eat this meal, but before we do, a couple of quick things. 
Uh, thanks to last week and all these adventure games that we were playing, uh, as uh, specifically King's Quest and the, and the like, <clears throat> I went down a bit of a path. And this happens sometimes. When we when we did our, our Metroid and our Vania two weeks in a row, mm-hmm. I ended up playing a lot of Metroid, a lot of Castlevania, and a lot of Metroidvania-like games just because... A lot of DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DuckTales. <laughs> I gave a little DuckTales time, but not too much. I played more right. of Mickey's Castle of Illusion than anything. But, yeah. you know, yeah. what happens is the show will inspire a bunch of retro play during the week. And this week was no exception. I played... A ton of adventure, point-and-click adventure games. And let me just tell you a few of them. Uh, one of them I'm streaming with my daughter. It's called Roki. Brian, you know this game. It's a little oh, couple yes, years old. Oh, yes, A little indie game made in uh, Norwegia. Uh, Backbone, a game that's currently on Game Pass and other uh, places. It's basically kind of an adult-oriented noir I don't mean porny when I say adult oriented. Oh no, no. We, oh, I thought yeah. So noir is not no, porny. I just right. mean like language and you know it's a little right, scary. Right. That's what it's, adu- it's adultish. It's adultish, but all of the 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 entities in the game are animals. So I don't know okay. what to compare it to. It's like the detective guy is a is a is a raccoon. Um, I got a girlfriend who's a fox. Uh, oh, you got a girlfriend who's a fox. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's a total fox for real. Uh, there's right. like walking oh, around. You talk this. to. I love this game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Backbone is cool. Um, I'm not. I didn't get super far in it, but we got far enough to know that we liked it. Uh, Detective or Dark Side Detective. I don't know if you've heard of these games. There's two of them. Those are amazing, I, like retro pixel looking uh, games that you you know yes. point and click uh, bait big time. There, they're really good. Yeah, uh, I, I had that one as well. That one's on the Switch, but I think I have it on Steam. Yeah, I have it on Steam. I have the two games game. on Steam currently, and they're mm-hmm. freaking great. Primordia is also good. I played a bunch of that. Dozens of others. I poked my head into everything. I downloaded a uh, uh, bunch of Double Fine stuff, including the remaster of uh, what's the Skeleton Head game? Can't think of it all of a sudden. Uh, oh, just the the scale? No. You're talking about scale? S- S- no. K- S-K-E-L? No, 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 no. no. The, the, the double fine point and click adventure game from the 90s. They, they oh. remastered it. What's wrong with me? Chat room. Grim no, Fandango. Okay. Grim Fandango. Oh, Grim Fandango. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we downloaded that. We haven't played it yet. I think we're going to do a full Fandango playthrough of that. Grim Fandango is fan-freaking-tastic. And if there's anything that took the crown away from King's Quest, it was Grim Fandango. Yeah. I mean, in eventually, my, in my life. it kind of became the... Uh, I don't know that that game had a huge impact in the '90s. Yeah, when it landed late '90s. Um, so I went nuts, and I just have this show to thank for it. So thanks, Play Retro. Thanks a lot for killing all that time and uh, destroying for my life. Nothing. Also, this is unrelated note, but I just wanted to let people know about it. If you like video game art, I do a bunch of oh, it. Oh, I do. Oh, that's good, Brian, because I do a bunch of it. And uh, there's a load of new prints up on the Frog Pants store at frogpants.com/store. And if you use the code New Stuff. Which sounds like a '90s kid saying it, right? Check out the new stuff. We Hashtag got the new, new stuff. stuff. <clears throat> anyway, Baby. you get twenty percent uh, right. off any print order. So if you head on over there and check it out, this insane deal will not last forever. Frogpants.com/store. That's frogpants.com/store. I put up this uh, Animal Crossing one. I'm very happy with. Uh, mm-hmm. I put up some. Uh, oh, there's a big giant SNES controller. With dudes walking that's, around yeah. on it. You might like that if you're a retro I SNES player. I've seen that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a few in there that uh, I, I can't even remember. Oh, a couple of bundles. I did a Wastelands bundle. Wastelanders bundle, which is like all like oh, Mad Maxy yeah. looking stuff. Anyway, if any of that sounds interesting, you can get some killer deals on uh, this stuff with that code new stuff at checkout. 
new stuff. All right, Brian, tell me about the Prism component cable for the GameCube. I know you've been working on this for weeks. Been working on this week, so I finally got. I ordered uh, the Prism component cable for my GameCube. Yeah. Uh, I think back in January, it was on uh, pre-order because they had previously ran out. So I got one. Yes, and what is that? USA. What is the component cable going to do for you, Brian? Well, it allows me to plug it into my TV and see it in the highest possible uh, resolution at 480 instead Whoa. of the yeah instead of the lower. Uh, compo- uh, composite. I've got a component cable, also an S video cable. It's kind of parallel with quality between the component cable and S video cable. What was composite was, back in the day? Is that 360p? Basically? Uh, component or yeah. composite? No, composite. Was it 360? Composite? I don't even know if they, it's, I don't even know if they even, I don't know how they rate that, to be honest. I don't know how they do that either. That's analog and not really digital because you have, uh, progressive versus interlace and that kind of stuff. So it was, uh, yeah, 1.75 P it says the Wraith. And that sounds something. <laughs> well, that is it, right. I don't oh, know. Okay. I found I'm not it. Sure. Composite video is a single channel analog video transmission format that carries standards right. definition video at 480 I or 576 I. So it's that That's interlaced it. mode 480, 480p was right. like a true, uh, a true right. resolution, not, not HD, but not in the way we think of HD, but at the time it was the best you could do. That was that's that's the equivalent to a DVD. So if you remember how you were stoked about a DVD back in the day, yeah. it wasn't Blu-ray yet. We weren't in the 4K era, but we were in that era. So um, I did that, and I have the uh, original um, GameCube. I don't know what you know about the GameCube, but when they re- originally released it, it was pretty progressive. It was more progressive than most things that Nintendo did, especially when it comes to uh, you know high definition output. They had yeah. both ports. They had like a they had like a, an, a digital port and a regular analog port. And I can plug out out of the digital port uh, with this component cable, which I did. And I was I was thinking, oh, no, now I've got to route that through some other janky stuff so I can actually stream it. But what I did do instead is I discovered that I could do both my analog port and my digital port at the same time. Well, it's the it only – you got to remember, this is the only – or the final console in Nintendo's consoles uh, total where they were still chasing – that right that like who has the coolest graphics most who has the highest yeah, end machine all that this was right. like the end of that because after this the this the the uh, Wii was basically a gamecube slightly yeah. upresed not even that yeah. i think it was 480p at a basic level but that was it and yep. you dealt with it it was fine because it had all this motion control stuff and they were doing their own thing and whatever but the gamecube represented this last moment of like here's yes. where we're trying to play in the same tech playground as as everyone else and it was after this gen where they're like yeah i don't want to do that anymore yeah well see that's what happened in the, in the 80s back in the day uh, nintendo's philosophy had always been and is currently to use mature technology to uh to really push your high quality playable games and they kind of lost their mind after the end of the console wars sony was showing up and everybody had all this higher end graphic stuff and they said uh I guess we got to do this. So, but they they settled down because it didn't really sell that well. Mm-hmm. The the first ones, it didn't. The cables didn't sell that well. Going to the high definition cables because it came with a composite, yeah. and so people were, weren't really into it. 
so I got to, I got to mess with that a little bit. I got to capture a little bit. I got to put it on my CRT at the same time and kind of play around a little bit. I played some Crash Bandicoots and I had a lot of fun with that. And I also got to test uh, another little device that someone sent me, a listener, Jay Funktastic. Jay Funktastic. I'm on that guy's Jay show next Funk-tastic. week. I know who that is. Yeah, he's yes, cool. Yes, Retro Cave. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to I'm gonna be doing that soon as well. But he sent me an uh, IO capture device because it wasn't capable. It didn't have, it's not driverless. Yeah. Well, I'm really getting boring and technical here, but yeah, look at not you. for me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a driverless device, so you can't plug it into a Mac without having a driver. There's no currently no driver for it. So he sent me this IO capture device uh, that allows me to plug in S-Video and can uh, composite. Yeah. No, yes, composite yeah. into it and capture through. So nice. I tested it a little bit, too. It was, you know, it was it was nice. I plugged that into my GameCube as well. It comes out at 480i, and I captured it on screen. Uh, he said that it was recommended to him by a speedrunner, X Christine, on Twitch. Uh, uh, but that's not upscaling, Scott. No. I like to upscale. That's and cross, so I've got cross-scaling to, is what that is right there. It really is. Man, if you really want to hear all about this boring, exciting stuff for me, is I'm a nerd. You love this uh, stuff. Brian, let me say right, something real quick about Brian. This is not like, oh, Brian's suddenly gone way down some technical hole about composite and component and everything no. else. This is Brian as long as I've known him. He loves this shit. Like just it. needling around in the little nitty gritty yeah. of the thing and how it connects to the deal. And it's it's like a it's an obsession of yours. Can it, it's always the question is, can I do it? And it's like, yes, I can do it. And I get so excited when things work out. And uh, but I'm going to talk way more about that. I've I've got a couple of videos I've already backlogged that I, I need to get to you to get out to Patreon stuff once I get it edited. But it's going to talk all about. I, I bought an Integra, uh, which is an Onkyo essentially receiver yeah. that is an HDMI. Uh, it does HDMI upscaling. Oh, very nice. And I'm and I'm comparing that to uh, to the uh, RetroTink 5X, which I have. Ah, very nice. You might be surprised how I felt about one device that was used, paid $200 for, versus the RetroTink $300 brand new device. Oh. There's some, there's some things. There's, there's some things. things. And okay. Yeah. yeah. And what just comes straight out of this stupid <laughs> GameCube. So I got all that stuff now. Awesome. Yeah. Well, more on that as we get closer <laughs> to reasons to talk about it. All right, everybody? So watch for that. Maybe some... the nerd, nerdy nerd Yeah, show. and if you join our Patreon, nerd. maybe you'll get some of this stuff in there, some video. Check it. it out. Okay. Uh, well, here's this now. We have a we have not just game, but games to discuss. Shall we play a game? Yeah, I think we should. So this was a big deal. Um, there was a time it transitioned right around the very end of the '80s, the beginning of the '90s, where arcades went from kind of these single stand-up units, sometimes cocktail, that you'd walk in and you'd play your time and maybe there'd be room for two of you, maybe three if you were lucky, maybe four mm-hmm. if it was a, I don't know, what what had four? Gauntlet. The gauntlet gauntlet guess, would have yeah. been, up until this point, very few games. Sunset Riders, I think, also Konami, uh, Gauntlet a few years earlier, but most of them, like you said, were single-user experience. But we were starting to get into the beat-em-ups. Oh, That's yeah. going to take... Two players, probably. yeah, at least two players. So you'd play things like, I don't know, Double Dragon. Uh, Double Dragon. What's another good one from then? Uh, now, 
Right. So we're, we're right on the verge of, you know, uh, really getting into Mortal Kombat and, and mm-hmm. all those kind of games there. So we're right on the cusp of that. But Kung Fu Master back in the day, Double Dragon, Crime Fighters yeah. by Konami. Yeah. Have you ever played that one? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Almost every game we ever talk about on here, I put at least a quarter in. That's yeah. Almost always. Yeah. I used to go walk around the, I would walk around the arcade just contemplating. I had a, I had an Aladdin's castle, by the way. When I say arcade, I'm not talking about just any arcade. I'm talking about an arcade in the mall called yeah. Aladdin's Castle. We had that. We had one of those. We had one yeah. called Aladdin's Castle. When my dad was running arcades, I don't remember what we called them. They were weird. I don't remember the names of these arcades that he would. He had like right. three arcades. I don't remember the names. But later, when he was out of there, it was the gold mine. Oh, the gold mine. Uh, Aladdin's Castle. We had one. And right. what was the other mall one? Shit. Something you just like have that. no idea. Listener, you may remember, you may not remember, in the U.S. especially. If you would go, you would uh, head to the mall on the weekends usually. Sometimes yep. if you live closer, I guess you could walk. But uh, you would go to the mall, and you just get dropped off. you go to the Orange Julius, perhaps, oh maybe gosh. the Corn Dog 7. I don't know what you had in yours. Oh, but, we had a Corn Dog. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, no, it was called, Corn Dog uh, 7. No, it wasn't that. It was called, oh, shoot, KT Day to help me. You're a local. We had Hot Dog on a Stick, it was called. Hot dog and a stick. How we very still have that. It's still specific. a thing. Yeah, it's very specific. They just basically the right. name of the place was the thing they sold you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a that's it's an like, interesting way of doing business, I suppose. But get yeah. with it. Yeah. So you would go and you'd go waste your day. You would go waste part of your day. I, I had Walden's books. I don't know if you had a bookstore. I go in there and I flip through the books like it was a library. And they're like, get out of here, kid. And I'm like, okay, I got my quarters. I'm heading to Aladdin's castle. Back yeah, off. Yeah. Spend your whole day and, in there. Uh, mm, so good. Yeah. And so I would meet up with friends. Yeah, and uh, our favorite games during the early '90s were games like we're talking about today, which is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Simpsons. Yeah, uh, and we would we would just bang on buttons. Uh, that's what's so great about beat 'em ups. It's just such a very little skill. Physical. Yeah, it's very it's, little skill. It's, it's a, yeah. if anything, if my if, if I have a complaint that I want to get out early, it's that these games rely a little too much on button mash and luck and they don't have you know they're designed for you to keep putting quarters in there and enjoy the visceral right. nature of them but there's not a lot of strategy going on it's just sort of they, wham, yeah wham, it's wham, wham, um wham. it the games are very are they responsive that's a good question i haven't thought about it really but because i played a lot of this this past week i played it with my atari arcade fight stick my uh that i picked up that you still can't get anywhere. Nice job. You yeah, got one they, of I, I got it. I got something. it right the last second. I did because all of a sudden they just disappeared. You can't find them can't hardly em. anywhere. But I keep um, trying. I can't I, get them unless someone out there knows a source, and I would love to hear about right. it. I cannot find one anywhere. But I I love mine. Not to rub it in. Um, but I, I love mine. I guess I might have to order some buttons. You know, Tonda, who's in the chat room, who I, I, I hung out with the other night on, on his stream, he was using, uh, he got some, uh, 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 convex is a convex, which one goes in convex, convex is con- convex convex is in. So if it, if it uh, in, yeah. uh, dips in, that's convex concave right. is if it's out. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm a convex man and that's what oh, I have. A, I have it backwards. Shape. Sorry. Concave is when it's in caves in convex. Right. Is out. That makes okay. sense. Because cave is in. Aspect. Cave is an in, right? So you go into a cave. Right. It's like, okay, there you go. Sorry. Right. So screw that up. <laughs> but when you when you, when you you start talking about beat-em-ups, you're talking about something that, that's going to be a lot of button mashing. So the, your button preference really comes into play here. But oh, I just time. felt like every arcade game I played always concaved in. And so my fingers know that feeling. My, 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 little, my big fat finger fits right in there. And I just tap and tap until you get through and you look over and you're like, 
when did I turn into Popeye? Why yeah, yeah. is my arm, well, <laughs> you know, my forearm suddenly busting with veins, man? Yeah, that's how excited it, we would get. Because you're not eating the uh, you're not eating the spinach. It was something else that was doing it. It was, uh, it was that, that beat 'em ups. I didn't mean to play that. So uh, here's the deal uh, with that that series of games. It really kicked off, I think, with the original TMNT uh, game in 1989. I'm going to play a little bit of that uh, so you guys get a taste for kind of what that sounded like for people. So check this out. Very. 8 bits to 16 bit transition going on here, tech wise. Here comes some punching. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, line up. Put your quarters in there. Give me four of them. <clears throat> and then have some ready because you're going to have to keep putting quarters in them after. Here's some actual fight. So you get the idea, you know the the turtles. They're they're side scrolling. Donatello, uh, Zippy, Frederick, and the the other one. Zippy and Frederick. <laughs> so it's the Renaissance painters. If you ever studied art, uh, and yes, it is it is uh, it is the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not the most not the most beloved one because a lot of times you talk about the arcade TMNT, you may, people may think, oh, you mean Turtles in Time. No, not no, what I mean, they mean. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the first one, the one yep. with the uh, turtles theme song is part of the uh, you know the attract mode. It's weird it's, in there because you can hear it going, <laughs> and it's not very good. I didn't record it because I didn't want to get in trouble because that's like a copyrighted right. song, so I can't Absolutely. play it on the show. But it, it's it's crusty and bad. Um, that thing. So yeah, it's it's not great. It is 1989. Uh, this is one of the. This is a is a huge Konami success, and so um, there. You know, l- let's think about what the time period is. Uh, Turtles had only been on air maybe one or two seasons. We knew about the Turtles if you were a real big comic book freak uh, from the comics, but it was really hitting. You know, Fox cartoon morning thing. And uh, it was it was on our conscience if you were yeah. if you were uh, of that age if you were a probably a younger teenager yeah if right? you were like in your junior high to to low you know high school era I think this was really aimed directly at you um, this right. would have been the turtles were see I read the comics and stuff when they were way new and no one knew what they were and right. was, black and white stuff yeah, man you couldn't like even tell who was who with the mask eighty two eighty three eighty four something early uh, I think it was eighty four eighty five to look like it up that, yeah uh, but it was much different than what that car that cartoon ended up being and right. then I remember being well see in eighty nine I would have been nineteen right and so I was probably just getting ready to age out of anything turtles related especially this stuff because it was like you know it was aimed at kids more at kids anyway and I would have thought yeah, this was this, less cool but I yeah, love the they, game the game was great they really went if you've never read the original turtles it's the comics the black and white stuff it's very violent shredder dies oh yeah spoiler is uh is like I said it's hyper violent yeah very and dark. it's supposed to be that's that's what it was supposed to be uh but when they when you know, when they made their deal with you know Saturday morning cartoons, it had to be colorful and bright, mm-hmm. and you know you you couldn't kill anybody, and right. you had to <laughs> you had to go from drinking beer, which is what they did in the comics, to you know loving pizza. Mm-hmm. So it it took a it took a big turn, and that 
in turn uh, came to the arcade in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and here are the, here's a here's a voice of a kid who grew up on that. Here you go. I like turtles. You know that kid loved his Ninja Turtles. Man. I like turtles. Yeah. I like turtles a lot. That's actually recent, isn't that? Like the last it's couple like, of years. Is no, that thing's like. 18 years old or something. Is it really? Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember. Maybe it, okay. I can't remember either, but maybe who knows what his but deal is. Every generation who is, <laughs> every generation that I've known has known uh, some version of the Turtles and some game along the way. And I was so excited back in the day when this game was in the arcade, Aladdin's Castle. I would go in, I would start playing, and nothing. When, when I usually, I would usually get to arcade first. I would yeah. usually be there before my friends got there. Yeah. Uh, and so I would, I would start playing, and most of the time I'd be by myself. You know, there I'd be playing the solo player, which is fine. You can do that. Doesn't that feel weird which, though? Because you got this huge platter of buttons and no one's there but you. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Exactly. So you would show up. You'd play. I was playing by myself, and uh, and then occasionally somebody would come in, somebody I don't know, yeah. and they would plop a quarter in, and they would be standing. Usually it was like the, I don't if, if you're a guy, you probably know this rule. This If you're a guy, you always space the urinals one apart when you come in, right? <laughs> you always try to, yeah. You, if you, you unless to. it's you really busy right and you all just got off a flight or out of a movie, then it's hard right. to be picky. But if you're in a bathroom so if, and only three of you are there, you all try to take right. a stall apart if you can. So if you're if you're if you don't if you've never had the male experience in the bathroom, you may have had as as a woman this experience of playing an arcade game like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where you 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 choose the one farthest to the left. That's yep. what I always did, yep. and and. And you would choose the farthest left, and somebody would come in on player three, and they would plop in next to you. And at first, it's like it's very anxious. It's like, oh god, oh, is this guy gonna, is this person gonna suck? Is yeah. this person gonna suck? Or are they gonna make me look like I suck? And you know, it's, it's some personal space it, issues, is what that is. It's not good. Well, I need a buffer. It was, it was, it was very uncomfortable at first. I'm, a, I'm an American. We don't, we don't do things like I've seen other place, places do. You know, we don't sit. At the same tables as other people. We don't have rest- restaurants have individual tables. You don't have like most restaurants don't have like common tables where you sit like in a cafeteria like yeah. you would at school or something. Yeah, that's that's only school stuff. Yeah, that's for that's for so, young for the young kids. But yeah, uh, let me let me ask you this. And someone in the chat asked a similar question, so it's a good play, uh, place to ask. But let's say you're player number one. You're playing on your own. You got Donatello right. out there with his. What did he have? The two? No, he had the the sword thing, right? The single he sword. The, well, mm, I thought I knew until you asked me. Now you're killing me. All right, so the stick. The the you keep moving, and I'll keep. I'll I'll look it up real quick. Okay, so um, if they scooched Donnie it, should Donnie carried. Uh, he has the longest range. He has the staff. Uh, yeah, so he had this. He must okay. have the staff. I like the staff. That's the one I would always play. Um, yeah, I like because he spins like, it. Yeah, yeah, it's as close as you get to a projectile weapon in that game because it's yeah. long. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, if somebody pops in next to you or even across from you on player four, your player one, whatever, and they enter right. the game, what if they're bad? You know if what I mean? If they're like bad? They're, yeah, because the game ramps up in difficulty based on how many players are it in. It does. So it does. And when this, they join the game, you are now like at not double the, the difficulty, but you've you've bumped up difficulty. Like this works like Diablo yeah. does. Same idea. Yeah. And now you got to fight like crazy. And if that person sucks, what's protocol? What do you do? What do you do? You just you you just deal with it because uh, yeah, you may have to fight more enemies, but that's fine. This is the great thing about the turtles and most of these Konami games. They only last an hour. If you have an unlimited quarters, and I proved this this past week playing, 
Uh, it's about an hour's worth of content. It's not even but, that you know, long. Yeah, they're tiny games. Kind they're, of they're compared very small to, games. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they loop through, you know, you just keep, you know, you keep going through the same story progression, which is fine because you're usually not going to make it far anyway. I mean, you you may make it to stage two, three, unless you're really good. Yeah. Uh, Does it so, make you mad yeah, at arcades a little bit? Like the arcade model is a little. My relationship with it, as much nostalgia as I have for those games, all of them, like right. old arcades up through even today's arcade machines. Um, sometimes though, I go, man. The whole thing is just a scam to get your money. Like they're not really providing you with a rich game experience. When you pull back, when you pull back the goggles, the rosy goggles of, you know, this entertainment and you realize that you're just a consumer yeah. with a carrot yeah. out in front of you. Yeah. It it really is disheartening. But then we finally got the last laugh, Scott, because MAME emulation came along and now we can play these games for as long as we oh, can, we can do it is all we want to do or or hell just buy one of these packs on a you know a console or something and you're playing all night and you never have to quit but then you realize then you're shown how the sausage is made and you realize oh this is an hour long total if that and you're yeah, like yeah. well that ain't that's not worth the 39 dollars i played <laughs> paid for it you know what i mean like it's just a it's a weird artifact yeah. of that era because we loved it we bought into it we were all in and we're gamers, and it's in our blood now. But, yeah, but we but were if, just if, suckers for the machine in a way. It's kind of annoying hopefully, to me, right? It is interesting because it, it you hope that Konami, who's a you know, it's it's kind of a faceless corporation. Konami is so the developers, even when you look at the developers on each one of these games, even though they were all made intentionally in almost kind of like a line. There was always different developers and artists, everything that were on each one of these. So you didn't have like a conscious one person development team like with Joust. Remember when we talked about Joust? Oh, yeah. Our, our creator actually looked and said, okay, what's the equivalent of time versus going to the movies? Sure. You you probably didn't have this here by 1989 with, with Konami's no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It <laughs> no. was all about no. it was all about just you know, there's probably some kind of corporate policy is like, okay, it needs to be this long. Well, it also it is, you know, it's supposed long. to overwhelm your senses and be really, ex- excuse me, really exciting and just nonstop right. so that you're so caught up in that experience, the lights, the colors, the sounds that you you go, oh, I got I to keep going, bling, and go yeah. again and continue and continue. And so the model works. <laughs> And, and I don't want to take away from the fact that people are having a good time, whether it's your money or your parents, whatever. You're having a good time on this right. machine at the moment that you're on it. But from the lenses of a 2020 gamer and how we value game time versus yeah. what it costs to buy it or rent it or pay a subscription right. for it, those it's all out of whack now. So it's almost impossible yeah. to look at this stuff without realizing, oh, well, they were just going for whatever you had. They just, yeah. They just yeah. went for it. Really it really seems... It really seems like the gameplay is less fair now. When I look back and go, oh, that cost me a quarter. I mean, because every time I'm feeding more quarters, I've got like a little, you know, little coin button on my joystick. So I can just go boom, boom, arcade right. stick. I can just go boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I really need <laughs> retro arches, which is how I played this. To tell me how many quarters I would have spent. I would have loved I am to know. Just yeah. You, you should have counted how many credits you used. I would love to know. 
I, 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 surely it's built in somewhere, either the core or RetroArch or something, or there's got to be a plugin or something. There's got to be some way to keep track of that other than me going, that was one, that was two. Maybe I could get like a little counter and put right next mm-hmm. to it and every, hit it each time. Sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, oh my God. Uh, the first Turtles, uh, I, I, I actually got through that one pretty quick. And it's kind of repetitive. Oh, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why it is easier to get through than some of these later ones where, uh, especially by the time you get to X-Men, oh my God. Oh yeah, no, no. The, the, the levels, brutal. The, the levels and the, the difficulty spikes and all that stuff were miles, I don't know if you want to say better, but they are definitely different later on. Right. This first game was really kind of, I don't know, in some ways it was experimental. It was a, it was a license game, number one. It was yeah. a yeah. chance for them to take a license thing and actually make it a big deal. And they succeeded, but it's not, it's very samey. Every, every, every four feet in that thing is kind of the same four feet. You just did. Yeah. These other you're games, gonna, though, Turtles fighting, in Time. You're going to be fighting some foot and yeah. you're going to be coming across, uh, you're going to be coming across a bad guy at the end yeah. of each of the, of the stages. Yep. So you're I gonna mean, fight you a mini boss. Yeah. You're going to fight that guy and then you're going to, if you win, you, you'll go on to do that same <laughs> p- pattern one more time. Like it, it's, that's the way those games were, but Turtles in Time. Right. X-Men is another example, but we'll talk about Turtles in Time for a second since it's yep. kind of a direct sequel. That game has way more going on in it, uh, oh, way more in terms of like level design better. and like interesting moments and weird environmental stuff that got in your way. And it was no longer just this simple, you know, back and forth beat em up. They, they took it to a new level. And I think it deserves and all it the actually, credit it gets. It, it's great. I don't know if I don't I don't. Did, was there a, a real big di- there wasn't a lot of difference uh, and the turtle characters in the first one, but this one, it seemed like they really did lean into different uh, turtles, different reaction speeds, different yeah. uh, hits, and so there's a little bit more going on there. They made it uh, so, so that we- the weapons actually mattered in that sequel, whereas right. in the first game you were kind of all samey, other than visuals. In that one, they were like, "Well, we need to balance it so that nobody's too OP right. or whatever." But his staff reaches longer. Dude with the two, I forget which one has him, but the guy with the two uh, katana things, he he's fast, like really Le- fast. Leonardo, Leonardo, sure. Um, and yeah, then yeah. there's there's uh, Jeffrey over there with his uh, Jeffrey. Is you're probably he, thinking of Michelangelo. He had the little uh, he had the little nunchucks, right? Yeah, you know, nunchucks. That's what it was. He was he was fast, but also I can't remember what his deal was. But the idea is that these different characters could do different kinds of things, even though they were ultimately still kind of samey. You could solo that right. game with any four of them. It's fine. Um, but, but yeah, that was a, that was and, a hell of see, a thing. You say that, but with turtles in time is actually it, when, when I started playing that one, I do remember uh, there being a fight for a particular one. So we always had the four player machines. These came in a two player machine and a four player machine. Who does it? Who has the four player? Even, even in my little small town, we had the four player, uh, with the four player, you choose, you choose your character by walking up to a particular spot. So, uh, with, with the two player, you can make selections. Uh, but with the four player, you walk up to a spot. So the problem was you knew which one you wanted to play. And you didn't always get the one you wanted to play. And so it, it seemed like you end up playing by yourself more often because people like, no, I don't want to play the little turtles. I want to play the, I want to play the good turtle. And yeah. it's like, I'll wait. I'll, I'll play wait. the good turtle. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, no, there was a, I remember feeling that way. I think, I think I felt right. that way about the original. I was like, I'll bet these, this turtle's better than the other turtle. So I'm not going to play this turtle. Like, even though in that right. game, they were almost identical. They just had some, you know, I'll walk over and play choplifter until that guy gets <laughs> yeah. gone. 
Nothing wrong with a choplifter. I'd go play that right now. I'll go, play, I'll go to the the bargain corner and play some Spy Hunter. This is 1989. Why not? Yeah. You know what's interesting is the game, I was surprised by how much the game influenced. I mean, it influenced a lot of games, but uh, certain games like, I'm a big Streets of Rage fan. I like 2 and right. yes. uh, the new 4 is very good. Um, by the way, and long. So if you're looking for one of these games that's actually long and not meant for arcade play, Streets of Rage 4 is like a beast. Uh, but anyway, the there's so much about the actual gameplay mechanics of Streets of Rage and that series that just borrow it straight from this. Like if you're close enough to a guy, oh, you yeah. can now throw him. Uh, if you grab two or grab one of them, you can punch him multiple times. You've got a special, but that special is, you know, risky. And I don't know. There's just, I, I never really put the, t- the, the two together before, but I think those streets of rage people were like, let's make it like turtles, except no turtles. Let's make it. I, I'm not going to call out streets of rage. I learned something very important that I probably should have just figured out a long time ago. Konami doesn't mind tweaking stuff, but they pretty much said between 1989 and 1992, at least, that we're going to make games that follow a very specific pattern and we're only going to change things just a little bit. It's going to be a beat-em-up and it's going to be based on intellectual property and it's going to be a cartoon property and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be four-player and it's going to have these certain elements. It's going to have this... You know, it's going to have the Konami house band. Yep. And uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a very so they, bad they, voiceover. We're going to make sure that's in there. Sure. Yeah. So they, <laughs> but it's, what's great is, oh, I, by the way, talk about the voiceover. I don't need to jump. Uh, you know what? Much. I'm going to play. I'm going to play a little bit. You want to hear some? Check. Yeah. Out. I want to hear some. Okay. I want to talk about that. Here's game number one. All right. We'll get to Turtles in Time later and X-Men and stuff because X-Men in particular. Oh, my gosh, dude. Uh, but here's April saying she needs help. Okay, some very early, you know, voice. That sounds like the little spider in the original Fly, or not spider, it, but the Fly. Exactly what I thought when I heard that. That's from the first Turtles, right? Yeah. And that's this starts off. She's a damsel. In, this is what's so great about these Konami games. They are Japanese developers who are watching these cartoons that are season one and season two yeah. of these Saturday morning cartoons, and so they've got to translate these things. On things they know, so we got a damsel in distress. What is going to motivate our our turtles to say we're help me? To yeah. Save. yeah, we're going to have to save April O'Neil because her apartment complex is on fire or her place of work. I can't really tell. I can't tell. Can you either. tell what, no, you, what is going on? I there? cannot tell where what's going on there. I, I did can't appreciate tell if that's her home office or what. But anyway, uh, Shredder and his punks have uh, has started a fire at April's uh, apartment, and so you got you got to go save her. Did you, you Did you see that? Uh, I did not. I don't mean to change gears so abruptly here, but that's this, no, no, no. this is prompting it. But the sort of modernish, three D animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that had like yes. Patrick Stewart was the bad guy or something. Do you remember that? Okay. I yes, remember loving the, that. Um, I thought that was great. That's the, is that the middle one? I, um, I'm trying to remember which one that one is. I haven't watched been, any of the others, so I've only seen let's that. Let's see. But. There was the 87 cartoon, the movies during the early yeah, 90s, then around 2003, action. I think there was the Nickelodeon one that came out. Yeah. And then later, uh, that TMNT, I want to say this is like 2008 or nine or something. There's There's been so much. It's TMNT. a lot. It's a lot. It's, it deserves It deserves I've, to be, I don't know. I think it needs a modernization these days, and maybe maybe right. maybe I've missed one that's the perfect one. But You've definitely missed 
I'd love You've that definitely movie. missed one or two. I love that movie. I, can tell you right now. I just want to put right. it out there that I thought that was rad and it holds up and I'd watch it now. The uh, Michael Bay one or the original one? No, the, the whichever one had it was animated. Oh, um, the, the animated one. The movie. Oh, I didn't see that Michael Bay thing. I never saw that. How was that? Was that it's, bad? <laughs> it, you know what? I I appreciate that it exists. Yeah. How's that? Okay. I appreciate that there was a Michael Bay take. Like mosquitoes, like mosquitoes. You know, you're, you want to acknowledge that a mosquito exists, and you're ha- and you're fine with its <laughs> part of being in the ecosystem. But really, they they're terrible. Nobody wants a mosquito. I, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. It, no, it. It, it wasn't like a mosquito. It was. <laughs> it, it was. It was interesting to see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles not really being teenage anymore. They they may have been. I don't think they ever addressed it, but they definitely were not. They were some broody teenage. I. It was good in a way. Yeah, there was a way, way that it was good. In its way. Okay, here she is again getting all upset again. I owe you one. Okay, that was her just a second ago when we watched one. her get re- rescued. So she owes him one. I oh, owe yes. You one. Yep. So uh, that's that's a good time to talk about um, if, uh, if 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 you got a – if you uh, – gets the first one. The first one. It's the kiss me thing. So, oh, yeah. so whoever gets the most points in the first one. I didn't know this because I probably never got the most points. Uh, in the stage where April is kidnapped, yeah, uh, that's the one who gets the kiss. Yeah, yeah. April gives you a kisses the turtles. Yeah, but only the one that got the most they're, points and kills and lost less amounts of, amounts of deaths while they were out. So right. Yeah. Or, but in some versions, is the one who gets the last hit against the boss. Yeah. So, but I never understood that. I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. And in Japan, so in Japan, it's a full on sex scene. So just kidding. It's, that's not true. I made, I made that part up. It could be. Uh, here she is saying, let's move out. Let's move it. Okay, we'll move it. Okay, and then this is yep. her screaming. <laughs> All right, that was great. Let's I'm glad, we, it, glad we got it. that. Uh, Bebop is uh, is a cool dude. Check him out. Watch your mouth, slime ball. Because yeah, he's, he's pig, right? He's a half pig man or whatever. Maybe yeah, he's pig. half pig man, right. Yeah, whatever he is. Uh, here he is again. You are dead, Shell Blaine. See, this is how you knew it was him. Shell Blaine. Because he, <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was him because he always had a snort in the middle. See? Yeah, yeah. That's how you knew. Yeah. Uh, here's your. That's how, you, that's, that's how you know. Here's your large boss. Okay. All right. Oh, who is who is that? I don't know, but he died. That was him dying. Here's a small boss dying. I used to uh, love those, like super, like okay. Street Fighter deaths or Street Fighter knockouts. Yes. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, and you kind of do that when it. you get shell shock too, right? Your turtle kind of makes that funky noise. I think. Yeah, it might even be here. Let's see. Uh, here's a turtles doing stuff. Uh, who put the lights out? No, come on now. Attack. Okay. Then. Fire. All right. Hang on, guys. Fire. Uh, pizza time. Oh, pizza time. Speedy. Speedy. There it is. Okay. Is there one in here where they? Cowabunga! No, I can't. We gotta stay winter. Okay, I can't find it. But anyway, yeah. they're 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 having a good time. Those turtles, they're having yeah. a great time. That, that first turtles <laughs> game, I really, I really dug that you could pick up, you could get the pizza for your health, restore your health. Because there's a there's a, a a health bar. Yeah. In this game, uh, that comes into much bigger play in the later like the X Men games. Yeah. Uh, when you start having powers and stuff, but yeah, you um. You get to pick up pizza to get re- recover a little bit of health. There's also like a bomb pizza where you can like go nuts, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think in the first one, I really noticed a big difference in the background art compared to the Turtles in Time. That's the one thing that I will give the the first arcade game 
is they have all these interesting uh, posters and wall art. And there's even one part of the uh, of one of the stages you like you walk towards your towards the the screen yeah. instead of walking constantly from the left to the right. By the way, remember this mini arcade? Oh yeah, look at that! Yeah, look at that guy right yeah. there. That came remember from. Remember we listener. got sent these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love this thing. I have yet to play it though because Can it's you, tiny, Scott. It is it's very tiny. tiny. You should play it. You should try that. Because I did. I did try it. Yeah. Too close. There we go. Yeah. Look at that. But uh, that's pretty. That's pretty, <laughs> pretty awesome. Totally non-functional. Not really. Not super not really functional. Something. No, I wouldn't. No. I don't think you want to go for your high score there. I think that's uh, right. Not not, not even. Good. By the way, my high score was. Uh, I don't know. Because you don't know. I didn't. I take... just kept feeding quarters into it and kept yeah. switching turtles and just uh, kept S- going. Score means nothing to me in these games. It's all about clearing it. So yeah, you know, getting it, it. getting to the next scene to see the next boss to see how hard he is to beat. And they've got the you know they've got the uh, when you do defeat the boss like you were just playing that audio file. Yeah. They start flashing, so you have a health bar, but the the bad guy does not. So. You have to depend on the flashing. I that. like that actually. I like I like yeah. indicators that you're getting progress done no matter what form it comes in. And most of the games, right. most games will represent that, especially side scrollers or bosses like that. They'll represent it with a life bar. Um, right. If you're playing a game like oh it's new something new like Elden Ring, same thing. There's like a great big life bar, and you kind of keep track of how right. how much you're beating them via that. Um, in this game you fight them until they start flashing and the more you hit them, the more they flash. And by the end they're really flashing and they'll die soon. You know that you've almost got yeah. them. I think that's actually a pretty cool way to do it. Um, I think it is too. Like it's, it. it's kind of, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you have to, it's, you have to kind of suspend disbelief. I get, I had to kind of like adjust to it. Right. I mean, yeah. cause we're so used to life bars now, but yeah, I like, cause it's general is at least, you know, you're making progress because sometimes you're like, am I even hitting this guy? I yeah. think I'm hitting this guy. Yeah, I think I'm hitting him. That's Maybe I'm hitting him. I don't know if I'm hitting him. I think I'm hitting him. All right, oh, here's flashing. a see if this uh, rings a bell uh, historically in your head. Ready? Here, listen to this. Oh. Let's see what we got here. We got some voice samples. So we moved on to the Simpsons. Then. Yeah, yeah. We got the Simpsons. You can kind of hear the, the theme in the background. Uh, let's talk about this game. So yeah. I'm doing these more chronologically because this one technically in the order came out after the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, although a couple of these came out right. the same year. But um, uh, let's see. TMNT was 1989. Simpsons, 1991. Turtles in Time was also 91. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, then, late of course, 91. X-Men. Yeah, late 91. Uh, but this game is interesting because... I think probably a lot of people, myself included, when I went to the arcade, I went, oh, there's a Simpsons game. Right. This is either going to suck or it's going to be great. And right. will it be edgy like the show? And will it be sardonic and kind of, will this continue our rebellion against our parents with this new world mm-hmm. of animation that isn't just for kids? You know, like that sort of thing. And I, I think the game holds up in that way. I think it's very good. It's a fun. I think it's fun brawler. I think it's very good. I think it's. Uh, I I I love the the uh, family gets. They each get their own weapon. Mm-hmm. They give Marge a vacuum cleaner, of course. But she's actually she's really good. She's got really good long reach. Yeah, that vacuum really goes. She uses uh, her Bart's butt also a lot. Good. You notice that? What's her, that? She's using her butt a lot. She turns. Yeah, and there's does a, a butt there's move. a there's a move where she does the the rump butt yeah. thing where she'll like uh, she'll hit. I, I I did enjoy that. That's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of funny. This is the okay. So this is the next stage. So the the first turtles 
all the characters were small and they were, you know, in re- relation to the rest of the screen. Th- this one introduces larger characters to probably represent the, the Simpsons a little bit better. And uh, we'll see this going forward. All these characters get a little bit large as we go along. Four player again. Yep. And uh, I I loved Marge. I felt like she did really good. I didn't really care ho- much for Homer. He has fisticuffs. He doesn't use anything except yeah, his just fist. punches. Yeah, he just punches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart has a skateboard, and Lisa has the saxophone. Is that what she? Uses? Yes. And if you're all asking, where's Maggie? The whole point of the game is Maggie's been kidnapped, and you're trying to keep getting Maggie. So <laughs> she got. Okay, so this was, like I said, this is the middle of uh, season two of The Simpsons, so they probably had really season one to go on uh, primarily. And uh, Mr. Smithers, okay, so Mr. Smithers is robbing uh, Mr. Burns' bank, Mm -hmm. I suppose, and he's coming out with a diamond, and something happens, and and Maggie ends up swallowing the diamond, so then they kidnap the, you know, so... Yeah. There you go. So yeah. you got Smithers as a bad guy in this one. It's just kind of, oh, she had a jump rope. Lisa had a jump rope, not her saxophone. Why oh, she have a why saxophone? was I thinking sax as well? Yeah, that would have been better because well, she was in the. Bleeding every... Gums Murphy was in this one, so I just assumed that had been established yeah. at this point. Well, also uh, keep in mind they are constantly picking up other weapons. They there are combos where, for example, Marge and Homer, oh, yeah. Homer get into like this wedding ball. And just yeah. roll over everybody, um, which some of the chat just saw on, on video. But yeah, the it it, it can alternate. Ball. Yeah, yeah. That that's another thing that got introduced here. Uh, we didn't see that in the first turtles. Where no. We didn't pick up objects in and be able to use them. So you can see Lisa has a, a mallet. So they're they're at a theme park, right? I think that's the the part of it. This there. level, yeah. This particular yeah, well, this, this is a zoo or something. Stage. I can't remember what this is, but they they right. they go a bunch of places. They're in the middle of town at one point. Um, it's all in Springfield though. Yes. Oh yeah. It's all, and it's all stuff you've either seen in the show or you might see, I don't know if, I don't know if it's stuff would show up later in the show. Not, not all the, almost none of the, almost all the bad guys were not, they were just generic. They were just dudes. uh, Yeah. Yeah. They were like mobsters or something. I wasn't even sure. Some of them had like, they had like big mobsters, small mobsters. They had like, it was a weird mix of, I guess because we haven't established many bad guys at this point in this. And we're still seeing a lot of Mac. Uh, we're seeing the creators, uh, uh, life as hell life characters hell, yeah. as rabbits. Yeah. Look he at, got to fight them there. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, um, kind of gorilla, not gorilla game making, but in some ways it surprised me that they got all the stuff they got in there, despite it being a Japanese developer that's not connected to this Western TV property. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm surprised right. that that worked as well as it, as it did. Uh, even though a lot of the show was being animated in Japan and South Korea at the time, so I guess it makes sense. You've got those relationships and maybe that stuff worked out. But culturally, it never felt like this game was, you know, like X-Men. It feels like it feels like Japanese developers made it an X-Men game. Yeah, they they really which kind of fit with the turtles, right? Because we we think of, uh, you know, in America, we think of, you know, martial arts as being very, you know, Asian and very sure. specifically uh, Japanese. And uh, especially during this time. And so. They, but here we have the you know the all American family, the Simpsons, and we've got some uh, Japanese influences. Like I think one of the bosses is what like uh, one of the what is it? Was it called Kabuki? What is it called? What is oh, it called? Uh, the uh, Pachinko. Well, yeah, Pachinko nailed yeah. it. Or that's was it a it. Kabuki person? Was it Kabuki? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Is that the right term? I think it is. But anyway, there's Pachinko a lot. Pachinko might have been too new. I don't know when Pachinko came around, but. Yeah. Right, no, I, I wouldn't think. Well, Pachinga's probably been around. I'll tell you what, though. Ever. I was playing the other day. I've been playing uh, Psychonauts 2, and there's this right. amazing scene 
where you have to play a giant pachinko game on top of a little ball. Nice. You get shrunk down to play on it. It's fantastic. And I think they even have a couple of in-jokes about how Konami only makes pachinko now or something. Right. But anyway. Oh, another thing before you move on from The Simpsons yeah. is this was the first one that allowed you to – you could team up. So it, you really could benefit from a second player. And based on which second player, two players you're playing as, once they get close enough to each other, uh, if you – I wasn't able to initiate this because I was playing single player this week. Um, and you can initiate special moves mm-hmm. uh, if, if with another one of the characters, like getting swung around and, and the such. By the way, uh, RetroArch does have net play. Uh, and so you could at least – I've seen people use net play to place these Konami games. Mm. I haven't done it yet, but I would be really interested in me and Scott at least doing some two-player action on some of these things. Oh, I'd love to. And there play may this be an game. easier way to do this it. This would be a really play. fun game to play, like all the way through. I wouldn't mind playing the Simpsons game all the way. I right. didn't do that this week with this. I beat the TMNT game, got pretty far in Turtles in Time. Uh, right. But this game, I just got in and played for I, half an hour or something. And then I would, I would definitely say this is better than the first TMNT. And it may be even better than Turtles in Time. Yeah. It's I'm, good. I'm just because of the variation of of places you go, and and it just seems. Yeah, it's very like imaginative. The the combo system, like working with other players to get shit done, is is pretty. I think revolutionary at the time. There, there's an argument to be made that this is one of the best, if not the best, one of these ever made. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I yeah, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience with the X Men game. But I probably played it. It's the a good most. game. Yeah, I have a very sad it's, story about that game. I can't wait till we talk about it because oh, I got I have a oh, literally man. a sad story about it, which I'll which I'll hmm. get to. It's not that sad. Oh. I don't mean like people. It's die. got it. Well, it's probably going to be tragic because well, that was a six player game. So I mean, that's it true. Was, yeah, that, it was the, two. That, that game would have had two machines together. You would have had Maggie if you had six people in uh, uh, <laughs> in uh, Simpsons. You'd have Maggie and Mo or something. You could play everybody. Just get them all. Oh, have to, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think we've seen. Uh, we, haven't we played Barney and some characters or some stuff? I I can't remember. I'm I'm the lines are getting blurred. I know, dude. But, uh, uh, there are some good Simpsons games though. Like uh, what was the one that oh, was like a GTA? Road like? Rage is the absolute best Simpsons is that the game one? that's ever been made. I think it was Simpsons Road Rage. Road Rage. That was an amazing game. That's, that's it, the crazy taxi version of. The Simpsons. That's oh, the best I'm thinking of something Simpsons else. Game. I'm thinking of the one that was like GTA. It was like you did missions. Well, this and, is GTA. Yeah, it's just kind of like, like Crazy that? Taxi, GTA kind of. I yeah. love that game so you much. You pick up people, drive them around town. <clears throat> Xbox original uh, PS2 GameCube, right? Yeah. When that happened. Yeah. That yeah. game deserves right. like a, re- a remaster a hit or something. And run. People are saying hit and oh, run. Oh, hit and run. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Maybe that's the one of. Uh, which one is it? Now I'm getting confused. The one I played was like a GTA ripoff and it was a great one. You might be thinking of hit and run. I think that's hit. Or maybe and run. I'm thinking of hit and run. And, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but it's it's uh, they've had a good run of that stuff. I wish there was. Yeah. I mean, someone in the chat said it earlier, but like a Futurama side scrolling beat 'em up like this would be oh my awesome. I, why haven't they made the Futurama version of this? Because nobody oh makes God, arcade games was... anymore. That's why. Or not arcade. I shouldn't I would, say anymore. I would play but... it at home though. Just yeah, but, oh you know, hell yeah. The, no, if somebody made a little indie, you know, game, put it out on, right. I don't care, this is a good, whatever. This I, is a good time to talk about this. The reason why it won't happen is because these are all big licensed pro- All these properties ended up being huge, mm-hmm. huge properties. Uh, they, you know, we didn't know it was going to be huge in the day. It was huge at the time. We didn't know it had such lasting power. But all of these things 
have had huge lasting power in our culture. What a great time mm-hmm. at, at the beginning of all of this stuff. Uh, I but, agree. Yeah. So uh, Futurama would be great, but I doubt it could happen because they couldn't even get like, – usually you'd have an arcade game, especially for somebody like Konami, and then you would port it to the to the, the different consoles and stuff. Yeah. They yeah. couldn't do this here because almost, um, in at least two different occasions – the uh, the the rights to publish those licenses on the consoles that were out at the time that we think of uh, Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, yeah. they were all uh, they were all licensed by another companies, so they weren't getting ported over. So th- we had Commodore sixty four versions of the Simpsons arcade, a computer that was made or you know established in nineteen eighty two. Playing, you know, a game from almost 1992, almost 10 years later, mm-hmm. this 8-bit version of the Simpsons arcade. By the way, I played it. Yeah. I hate that. I was going to send you the ROM file to see if you wanted to play it on your mini, but mm. it's a little bit of work. Mm. Um, and it is amazing yeah. for what it is. Really? It is absolutely amazing that they were able to port the Simpsons game to a Commodore 64. Nice. It was just, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, there was a... I don't know how popular it was, but there was a Futurama PlayStation 2, Xbox original, and uh, GameCube game. Right. Uh, although the GameCube game got canceled for some reason. But anyway, it was called Futurama. That's it. That was the full name. Oh, okay. All and right. uh, the cutscenes of the games are presented as an entire lost episode of Futurama on the DVD of A Beast oh. with a Thousand Backs. That was like a Yes, uh, that was those movie little thing. movies in between when the, when the Futurama... It's it's first cancellation, being, yeah, yeah. When it first um, got canceled, yeah, and then came back later, and now it's coming back again. We're getting a third wave, which I'm totally fine yeah. with because it's always been good. It's never been bad. It's always down to networks being stupid. Right. Um, but, but the retro gamer yeah. in me, we are gonna cry and cry loud for our Futurama. Just nod, please. Just give us the most. Just give us a great beat 'em up. Just give us a great beat 'em up for for future Rama. It would be such a oh, be such a wonderful be great. thing. It would fit right. It would fit right in with Fry's '90s, uh, you know, back story. You know, it you would know be what would actually work better for me is a point and click adventure that? in Futurama. That's what I want. I think yeah, that would work. Click. I think that would work well for Simpsons. I think I actually think point and click adventure games work well for everything. Like right. you can adapt almost anything to do it. But I think Futurama in particular would be very good. Um, this old game had a lot of the writers and some of the sense of humor and stuff like that. But when you see the graphics of it in a second, you're going to be annoyed. So yep, this I'm is, looking at it. It's in your, it's what's even worse is whoever has recorded it, stretched it. So it's supposed to be four by three. Yeah. It's all stretched out, but look at this, this like out. weird cell shaded thing. It's not thing. in the right hair color. Yeah. It's not of, good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, it's, 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 it you know, we're right. PS2 era. It's hard to whatever. This stuff should have been animated 2d, you know, cutscene something. I don't. I don't know how right. to handle it. There was an iOS Android game for a bit that people liked called. Yeah, I played that. Um, Dirt it was monkey. It was kind farts. of tried. It was trying to come off Simpsons' greatest uh, game, probably, probably the most profitable. The Simpsons uh, Touch game. Oh, what no, is it tapped called? Out. Oh my god, it's tapped out. Tapped out. Yes, yeah. the Simpsons tapped out has probably generated more freaking revenue than any. Thing, oh, Simpsons I games guarantee ever. you. I I guarantee you that's made more money than probably the show has. Like, yeah. So it's I mean, ridiculous. it's insane. Yeah. Uh, and but EA. they did a Futurama kind of take on that. I played it for a while. I, I went through a little ways, and I, it it wasn't as much fun as the Simpsons one, but it was interesting. Yeah, it's not bad. Now let's jump to mm-hmm. Turtles in Time. Same year, later that year. 
Yeah, Simpsons um, in, in the Turtles in Time. Now, Turtles in Time was an arcade game, but also straight went almost immediately home to uh, mm-hmm. to the Nintendo Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, however, the Genesis version of this is not what you think it yeah. is. It is not this no, game. No, it's, it's, it's actually playing behind me on the TV. It's been playing this whole time. This is that the Genesis game or the SNES game? Yeah, that's the, that's the Genesis game. Oh, that's my yeah, Genesis yeah. back there running the uh, Turtles uh, heist. Uh, what's it called? The uh, Turtles heist mode something. Hi- There's the screen now. The, hi- the Hyperstone heist. The Hyperstone heist. And yeah. uh, that was a different game, like an entirely different yeah. game. The commercial I played at the it, top of the show was actually for these yeah. two games. They were both Konami, but this happened a lot in the 16-bit era. I was like... Nintendo's getting this one. Sega's getting this one. That's just the way it is. Leatherhead. Yep, is it Leatherhead or Leather? Oh, what is the stupid alligator? Uh, alligator Butthole Junior. Leather. leather he's uh, he's leather. He's he's got a a real Louisiana vibe going my, on. My he's cartoon. Some... My cartoonification of the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles is my lore is is weak. I don't know much about what they did with that show. I hate to say it. <laughs> But I, uh, I just remember the comic. All from- you need to know is the Renaissance painters and Shredder is not Splinter, and that you're fighting the foot. Yeah, everything, and then and then you need to know that Vanilla Ice and the Secret of the Ooze, and you pretty much are you're good, you're golden. You yeah, go. you have yeah. you have all the information that you need. Uh, this game also featured uh, the flash effect thing when you've almost got the boss yes. beat. He starts to flash, which I thought was cool. Uh, but this is the one everybody talks about. This is the one. I'm going to play a little sound from it, but there's a lot of you are going to hear this and go, oh, it's like I'm 10 years old again. So here you go. Pizza power! I don't know what that is. I think that's credits. Yes, that, yeah. that was people putting in points. That was just massive credits. <laughs> This is this is the one where Clang or Krang or whatever steals yeah. the uh, the Statue of Liberty. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Super Krang, if you're not familiar with him, Super yeah. Krang has is actually exists in this belly of the robot thing that he's got. So he's kind of like Quato from. Uh, <laughs> remember Quato? Yeah, from, from the, uh, the, the, the ba- yeah. Uh, what's wrong? What's wrong with my brain? Total Recall. Total Recall. Jeez, I love it. Jesus. I was thinking if he can't remember that, that would be perfect. So it's Total Recall. Total Recall. But anyway, so, so yeah, so Super Krang here molest the uh, Statue of Liberty, grabs her, yep. hauls her off, and, of course, April O'Neil is there. She's like, oh, no, what's going on? And Super Krang took it. Yeah. And uh, it's quite disturbing. It's, it's quite bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she's really, uh, or sorry, he is really weird because when he's starting to float down, uh, it looks like he has a fire wiener, like a fire penis, and I don't like it. <laughs> if you had the if you had the Statue of Liberty in your grasp, would you not have a fire wiener? I mean, if you better I, be you better be packing. You better if be you're packing. Take I guess. the Lady Liberty. See, chat. Look right here. Look, fire wiener. See, yeah. yeah well, that, that's his jetpack. So yeah, you're right. It's just that, the way that they present it out front. There, it's wrong. It's yeah. bad. I love that it's the magic hour on the evening news there at the Statue of Liberty, where April O'Neil is just like she just happens to be there talking about the statue for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and then Super Crane comes down and I've got this. Yeah, and, you know he just. It's rips right out of there. Takes it out. David she's, Blaine. She's David, was shocked. it David Blaine that made the? Uh, which one was? Oh it? yeah, was it was it David Copper, Blaine. Copperfield. Which one was it? Uh, David Blaine? Oh, now that you're saying it's, it, now maybe Copperfield. <laughs> now I don't know. Uh, I just, anyway, it, during it, the '80s, if you didn't know, they made the Statue <laughs> of Liberty disappear. One of those greasy. I think uh, it was Copperfield because Blaine was more magicians. like Blaine was always more like I'm going to live in a, a bucket for twelve. Yeah, that, that's days. when we're in a bucket up high. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's, yeah, that was his whole thing. I always forget about that. And that Chris Angel guy did none of those things. He just walked around on the street and said, "This card is now up your own butt," and then run away or whatever he did. Anyway, yeah, you're looking at turtles in time. 
the gimmick here is that we're not going to stay in the same location, right? Shredder somehow is going to blast you back through time. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of the game footage you're watching right now are hoverboards. Is this supposed to be? Yeah, this is supposed to be 2020 hoverboards, by the way. Yeah, so they thought we were going to be a lot further along than we are. So well, right. well done. Yeah, so you got you got to fight Super uh, Krang here, and uh, you're but you're on your little your little fighty little floaty disc. Yep, which is kind of reminiscent. There's a lot of things they took. Like I said, there's a lot of locations that seem to like go all through all of these. So yeah. we we always have like some type of sewer, which is perfect for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we always have like some kind of highway fight chase thing. And that's what they're doing here. I mean, they were basically uh, born and, in a sewer, right? So they got to do a sewer. Yeah, so that's that's where they came from. Yeah, that's, that's when uh, yeah Splinter found them. He's he's a rat who's also of extraordinary size and yeah. uh, also apparently radiated. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it's the it's the game that everybody played the most at home, and it was a gigantic hit. I bought it, played it, mm-hmm. loved it back in the, those days. Uh, again, though, it's. Four player again. Same, little, all the same stuff we've said so far. Yeah, it's still a little short though. It's still a little short. That's what I'm saying. It, all of these are, are around under an hour if you just keep feeding quarters and just keep beating them up. Just yeah. That and if you're playing this at home, of course you can go forever. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, I think I think it had a continue system, but if you had all four of you in there, you just keep going, and you were. Was done. it a four player on the on the console? Oh yeah, hell yeah. Two-player? It supported the multi tap uh, four did player thing. Multi tap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it did. No one had. I, mean, I never had four people at my house. Yeah. So I never had. I mean, I had. Uh, oh, this is the actual. This is the home version we're watching on screen. So yeah, somebody's doing it with four people, but this is yeah. now and probably emulated. So who knows? But back in the day, um, yeah, there I was two. I had two ports on the SNES, so we need the multi-tap yeah. at least, right? At yeah, least you one, had to right? have a multi-tap, and I had a, I had a buddy yeah. who had a multi-tap that he used for Bomberman. Um, right, you were telling us about that a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, Super Bomberman. So I think that's where we played this four-player. I'm not sure. I can't right. remember. Now, did y'all all... Okay, so did you have a preferred turtle, or do you remember? Also, follow-up question, <laughs> did he give you the shit controllers, or did you get a good controller? <laughs> or did you bring your own? I brought my. I always brought my own. Always. Okay, that's what I was curious about. Yeah. I never... I wasn't okay. So during I do this that time now. Period, by the way, if we go, if I know I'm going to be at a house with like oh, a Series X or S, I take my stuff, dude. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now, no question about it. Yeah. But I've had you know decades of gaming experience. I would just used to show up and live, you know, live life, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I would just I would just show up and it's like, well, what can I play with? They'd Here, say, hey, hey, this. Brian, have this half broken Mad Cats <laughs> controller that sucks. <laughs> Is, you know, right? Why is this one so teeny? Yeah. Why? Is, oh, I remember the smallest controller. Not to get too off track here, yeah. but I remember the smallest controller I ever had was the, was a tiny one that we had for the Xbox. They had like an Xbox Mini controller mm. because I guess because when they first came out, the uh, they had the big Duke controller. Oh, yeah. I think that's when they first realized, okay, yeah, we might need to start focusing on different size hands and stuff. I don't know if Mad Cats did it or whatnot, but there was like a little bitty tiny one. I remember because I got that for the kids. Oh yeah, I and remember then, that. And then, but it seemed like I always ended up with that one. Yeah. No, you're to, you're to, I have the same memory. Uh, s- some sound stuff from then. Here's Leatherface talking. Oh, goody. Fresh turtles for lunch. Or Leatherhead, I mean, not <laughs> so, face. So Leatherface. No, no. I like uh, the yeah. idea that Leatherface has shown up in the uh, in the Turtles game. That's yeah. fantastic. Here's a... Uh, <laughs> this one's a uh, metal head. I'm going to mangle you green slime balls. Okay. So you're, right. seeing a, you're seeing a theme here, right? Yep. That's the... Uh, 
Oh, by the way, some of the greatest parts in this, they, they did this in The Simpsons as well, but in The Turtles in Time was the first time you started having random uh, actions where you would throw one of the foot or the enemy into the screen towards yeah, you. Yeah, it was I great. I loved that. That, was yeah. just, that just felt so freaking cool. There was a bunch of that with The Simpsons game as well. Bart would... Yeah, um, Simpsons had it. Yeah, Bart, usually it was your own characters that would get hurt, but they would yeah, fly toward yeah. the screen and like smack it and then slide down smack like it was it, glass. Slide. Yeah, it was pretty it was, great. I like that kind of stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice touch. It. Here's another slime ball reference. Your history, slime balls. All right, here's my favorite. Oh. It's, it's Super Krang himself. Oh, Face the wrath of Super Krang. I can't take that seriously. Super Krang. Hello. By the way, on Face- screen. Yeah. <laughs> on screen, your sh- list, podcast listeners, uh, we're we're actually even further in the future now, and we're on the on Mars, and we're in like some kind of uh, you know Total Recall area, and there is the I, this, I hate that section so much. Those There's balls, these freezing dude. blocks for yeah. some reason coming out of the floor. I don't know what function they have on Mars, but you. If you get caught in one of these, uh, you, it's worse than being shell shocked. Brian, I know shell what the function is. Annoying. The function is to make you put more quarters in the damn thing because you're going to die a lot. True. Yeah. I didn't understand what in the context of these of the story. I didn't understand, but yeah, you would walk past these laser things that were like squares, and they would like like teleporters almost. They go and you would get frozen in place, and that yeah. was so freaking annoying. <laughs> it's I pretty hated bad. It so much. It's pretty bad. Um, here's a here's a boss laugh. <laughs> oh, this stuff's so good, dude. If it's you so good. okay, so if you enjoy the boss laughs, yeah. in the Teenage Mutant T- and Turtles in Time, wait till you get to the freaking X Men. <laughs> it is the most anime thing ever. <laughs> Every boss in anime I have ever seen ever always after they say something they think is clever, they always just laugh it up. Well, <laughs> yeah, they're super laughy. They laugh at everything. They have horrible English. Um let's let's get let's That's go okay. there. Check this out. X-Men. 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 In the 21st century, evil mutants led by Magneto aim to destroy the world. Humans can do nothing against the power of the evil mutant. Oh, no. X-Men. Yeah, then you get just some gameplay. Oh, this is my favorite part. Go and save the city. Go and save the city. So that's Xavier. That's Professor X. Uh, and yeah. he got, tells you to go save the city because Magneto has shown up with him and his Sentinels, and they're going to cause some havoc mm-hmm. uh, across the city. So that's what you're doing. So luckily you're not saving anybody yet. But there are stages later. Guess what? You're going to have to save the professor. Of course you do. Yeah, of course. Um, but the di- dialogue is horrendous. But the the readings are actually pretty awesome. The voices they have, they're kind of cool. <laughs> they're kind of okay. Opinion. Yeah. They they're have... kind of cool. There's some really cool voices. I mean, we listened to King's Quest Sierra employees last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. rendition yeah. of characters. Yeah. This is so much better. Yeah, I'll, I'll let's play some because these are freaking amazing. Uh, for example, here's the blob. All right, saying a thing. Nothing moves the blob. Yeah, that's nothing moves the blob. The blob. I love it. Uh, here's uh, 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 let's see. Let's try this one. Twenty first. No, we already did that one. How about this one? This is uh, false. Professor X. Magneto is over there. Follow me. Juggernaut. <laughs> so it's. So I guess it was oh so I didn't get that in the game so um really 
Was that Mystique? Was that supposed to be Mystique? Then? I think that's Mystique playing Professor X. I know she played as spoiler. I know she played as uh, Magneto at, near the final boss. You thought, yes, I'm going to get to fight the final boss. And like, well, that was easy. Magneto's a punk. And like, uh oh, yep. it's not Magneto. Yep. And this and, is uh, and the actual Professor X says this. Then, so listen to this. Alas, that was Mystique, not Magneto. <laughs> Magneto. That was not Magneto. So, yeah. Right. So the dialogue, absolutely terrible. And there's some trivia about behind all that stuff. But essentially, things got chopped, <laughs> and they were, it was bad. It's but so do, you, good. do you have do you have the open? Do you have the best one? The Magneto. Welcome uh, to die. Let's find it. Uh, I've got everything here. So I, let's see. Um, let's go with. Welcome you know what? I'm going to play all the Magneto lines because they're all great. Okay. They're fantastic. So here's number one. Check this out. Come. Okay. That's just come. That's it. <laughs> Here is another word. Dead. Yep, dead. Dead. Die. 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 Ha. Ha. Yeah. Right. Here he is laughing hard. <laughs> that one the is very, game. that's part of our freaking thing later, our, um, yeah. our emails. Uh, Magneto. Oh, here he is saying, I am Magneto. I am Magneto. Uh-huh. Neto. Thank you. I. Yeah, and that's it. And then how about this? Kill you. That's it. Just kill you. <laughs> now, here's the best one in my opinion. This is, I'll do the Tadai thing in a second. But my favorite yeah. is this one, where he tells you why he's so great. Here it is. Listen. Master of Magnet. He's Master, Master of, of Magnet. magnet. <laughs> yeah, Magnet. Now, yeah. you can't give him too much a hard time for the I Am Magneto and maybe even the Master of Magnet. I'm trying to remember. So I watched the 22-minute pilot that this game is based on, which is uh, X-Men, Pride of the X-Men, yeah. is in Kitty Pride. Yeah. And the story is, uh, it was a failed, it was, I guess it was a successful pilot, but it didn't go on to a series. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't remember what year, like 87 or something. Anyway, um, well, you can the find 80s, this thing on YouTube. 87 or 6 or whatever, wasn't that yeah. the, that was the era of the actual X-Men series that aired, I think. Right? Actually, the one that actually aired started, I didn't go until the 90s. Oh, I was it an early a, 90s? Okay. I think that's positioned entirely in the in the 90s, but gotcha. that's the one everybody loves. It has the great theme song. This one had a terrible theme song, and the first thing Magneto says is, I am Magneto, and I'm like, nah. And also, by the way, if you haven't watched the cartoon, this is retro-adjacent yeah. uh, to gaming. It, if you haven't watched the cartoon, check it out. It is Pride of the X-Men. Find it, because you get to hear it's on YouTube, uh, I think. Them, you get them to, yeah, it's on YouTube. You get to predict. They, they predicted that Wolverine would once be one t- at some point would be played by an Australian because oh, he has oh an Austra- Australian accent throughout the whole cartoon. I did is, not know that. He's Canadian. He's Canadian, by the way, if you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, I did not know Hugh that. Jackman. No, no, but no. But the Wolverine but in the comic book. Yeah, Logan is, right. is a Canadian uh, citizen. That is true. Right. Right. Uh, but he uh, here's that, hilarious. Just listen to that to die one that you like so much. Here you go. Right here. To die. Oh wait, that isn't it. Oh, I, is, I guess is it's, there a welcome? I will. Hmm. Oh, here's a welcome. I think what happened is welcome. Okay, yeah, so yeah. they so probably pieced them together, right? Is that what happened? Well, yeah, what, that's what, what happened is you're 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 looking at so someone extracted the the wave files from the original ROM, and with the game programmers, <laughs> run those two together. Yeah, they said. Instead of saying welcome, and then they're supposed to put something else, something else between it, and to die. Instead, when you first see Magneto out in the field, he goes, "Welcome to die," <laughs> and it is just 
It is the worst, it's but it's really the best. great. No, it's it amazing. How about this one? But, uh, there's three more of this guy. Hold on, we got to hear these. These are amazing. Listen to this. X chicken. <laughs> X chicken. I love X chicken. X chicken. That's one of my oh. favorite. They he he yelled that at me when I was beating him up. Yeah, that's like, a good one. What did he one. say? He said X chicken. Here's another it one. X Men. This was. I like when he just yells one word and that's all he's got. Oh, here, here's right. a longer one. Here you go. You are helpless against my power, X Men. Oh, jeez. X Men. You are nothing. Yeah, and then you are. And then, then the final one. This is good. You shall meet with my wrath. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game so much. It is a four to six player. We only had the four player at my arcade, but I did see the six player once at a larger arcade. It is a two cabinets put together. Essentially. It's got two monitors side by side. And well, maybe anyway, there's, there's a big wide screen. It's loud. It's obnoxious. And it is fan freaking tastic to be able to pick one of the X-Men, uh, to play. And, uh, no, it's it easily is, the coolest. It's the coolest one of these. Like, cool yeah. factor. Uh, like, forget about whether the or not X it's factor. the Well, <laughs> sure. I guess you could say the X factor. <laughs> uh, by the way, this playthrough <laughs> that I'm watching is a little frustrating because it's somebody using a hack, well, I think, with a ROM playthrough where yeah, they're yeah. controlling I, I everyone. Actually discuss this. It's where you map the joystick to all the characters. Yeah. So you just, they all move like just kind of unison, some yeah, kind of weird, weird. X Men unison. I don't yeah. like it. X unison. Uh, I, I got to play this. Okay, Brian, here's a question for you. If your cat gets lost in the cave, here's what you would say. All right. So if you got just, you're just Brian, you're in South Carolina, there's a cave. <laughs> a little cat got lost. Here's what you say Go and rescue Kitty from the cave. That's what you would say. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and, Kitty gets kidnapped. So you always got to save somebody, right? But she can phase whatever. Yeah. Um, I love but, this one. Listen to this. Magneto is at another place. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. It's like it's like Mario all over again. Yeah. It's like the princess is is in another castle, fool. Oh, they're so good, dude. Let's see. Is Wolverine say anything? Let's see what he says here. Wolverine. No, that's no. They just say Wolverine. I don't think any of the <clears throat> characters talk. I, by the way, oh yeah, they don't they don't talk. That sucks. Anyway, no, go ahead. Yes, this, this one presented some new ideas into the Konami beat 'em up. Um, first of all, up to six players. Uh, and yep. you can, instead of, instead of you taking a shell shock, you can now like knock your opponent on the ground and then you can not, you can go kick them and hit them while they're down. So not all the enemies do that. Or sometimes they hop back up really quick. Like the blob who's, you, you can't move him apparently he says, uh, but <laughs> when you knock him down, he stays down for a pretty good bit and you can get a lot of damage on him. He's the first boss. I think you fight, but then later bosses, you'll knock them and they'll, they'll jump right back up really fast where you can get any free uh, free hits in. Um, but you can choose up to six. Like I said, you got, you got six characters from this. You got the st- get Storm, Cyclops, yep. Colossus, Wolverine, uh, Nightcrawler, who I usually play as. I didn't play Cyclops very much. His mutant power is not cool. Ooh, we got to talk about the mutant powers. I don't know how much you played this game, hmm. but this one's probably the more complicated of what's going on because you actually have a mutant power can use all the ones we talked about so far have just basically had uh, a jump and an action button. Yeah. And you could, you could combine those actions together sometimes to make some moves, but pretty much that was all you could do. And this one, you had a mutant button that you could hit and uh, you could use your mutant power. So you would, uh, 
But you only got so many, right? It was a uh... right. So this word got confusing to me. So you have a power bar again, and they have like little, you know, they got little chunks yeah. that you can take on the on the on your health, and you'll lose. Well, actually, it's called just power. So yeah. you'll lose the power as you go along. Yeah. Uh, you can use your mutant power, but it costs you three of the power slivers, uh, unless you're down to three or less slivers. In which case, if you have one of those little glowing orbs in the corner, uh, you can use that. And you that's can like collect a those orbs as you mega go along. Thing. Yeah, because you can get you can refill the thing if I remember. You could refill. Right. You you can yeah. You'll get. I think you get one by default when you you start playing, but then you can collect, I think up to three, which you can kind of queue up. Then you can use that to fight. And almost all the mutant powers usually will clear the screen. So yeah. I really like the, the screen clearing of nightcrawler. He bounces around, he teleports, not really how it works in the comic no. or anywhere, but it's really cool effect. Cause you like just, <laughs> I um, love these mud dudes. They're fighting, by the way, these are some the of my mud favorites. dudes are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they look though. They're just brotherhood so of, Buttholes is more like it. <laughs> Brotherhood of buttholes. That's it. <laughs> X-Chicken. Maybe those are X-Chicken. 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 Did, did you ever play the six-player, or did you just have oh, yeah. the four-player? Oh, no. We did six-player in the arcade, and uh, yeah. we had, um, oh, gosh, probably. How massive was that unit, though? That oh, was thing huge. was so huge. freaking big. It was as big as, like, an afterburner machine, just a different orientation. Yeah. But it took up as yeah. much space as, like, one of those or, oh, gosh. And you had like, to. You had to have it because the if, if all these consoles we've been talking about, you may be thinking of like, okay, I've seen a two-player arcade cabinet before. But if you've never seen the four-player arcade cabinet, it actually wraps around a bit off the edges so that everybody can kind of like fan out a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you weren't like standing shoulder to shoulder most times. Uh, so the six-player was even further out because you had like this two cabinets together. I don't even know how you even freaking assemble these things. I looked at the instructions on how to assemble these things. Uh, there's all kinds of arcade stuff you can learn about online, by the way. Yeah, yeah, there's I, tons. There's tons. Arcade Museum, I think, is where I saw this one at, but it had like it had all the original uh, instructions and layout for the JAMA board and everything. I love um, the people who are doing that. That's the best. My my favorite part of the internet is when people actually do some sh- cool shit, you know? Yeah. That's cool. We're working on doing some cool shit, Scott. Oh, yeah, we got shit going. We're good. We got we to get that cabinet built of yours. So we you got know what we're going to do? We're going to... We gotta save the city. Go and save the city. We gotta go save the city. So we, we gotta, gotta go do. save the city, man. Yep. I was chicken. looking at. <laughs> I'm gonna play X Chicken all week on every show I do. I'm telling you. I, I was love looking that. at. Uh, I was looking at four player cabinets, which are like around four thousand dollars. Ones I was looking at, you know, and you can program them and use different games and stuff. And I would love to have a four player cabinet. We're not gonna put it at. I don't know, but yeah, I would love to do that eventually. That yeah. was that's that's the dream. Yeah, Brian's got dreams. We're gonna make them realities. That's what we're gonna do. Well, there you go. That's a lot of content about some really amazing games. There's tons more about these <laughs> games. Oh, I was gonna tell you the sad story about the X Men game. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yes. We almost forgot about the sad story. Tell I me was about so this excited. sad story that happened. I was so excited about that game coming to consoles, and my understanding yes. was because I'm an idiot, I thought that the Genesis game that was coming was based on this game. Right. It's not at all. No, not even close. No, and it sucks because uh, the game that came out on the Genesis is not a good video game of any stripe. Yeah. It's a bad game. That's, so and, once again, we're uh, we're faced with another intellectual property uh, problem. 
where we have one company uh, has the the rights on the consoles, and so they were not about to let Konami, who's an arcade beast and a console beast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they totally a uh, console blocked. That console thing. blocked. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, this yeah. game never did make Sucks. it in its in its true form to any sort of home systems. It's purely a. I think to this day, well, the best you can do is emulate it or find an old cabinet. No, actually, I thought that too. Um, actually, when uh, was it Xbox Arcade and maybe even PlayStation? I So this did eventually make it to consoles, but it was after we as consumers had access to MAME. Uh, so I think it, it, it did exist on a few for a while. You can't get it now. Yeah, it's, so not, it's not a thing you can if grab If you want to play it now, you're, you're definitely going to have to emulate it. Yeah. Um, or go to an go to an arcade. Go, to, go find they, an old arcade where exist. they've got one working, which I probably is rare, is my guess. But um, right. But anyway, it was it was okay. Like this game wasn't terrible. This Genesis game, but it wasn't the game I thought I was getting. And I remember just being like, "Oh man, there goes forty nine bucks on a thing that I don't think I wanted." <laughs> like, there's yeah, your, there it is, right there. Brian's got a copy. There, there's of it. your Genesis game right there. No, Wolverine's, Wolverine's different. That's a different game. Um, yeah, this is a different game. That's that's the one you want right there. Yeah, that's, that's a good game. That's a hard game. It's a yeah, hard a game, game, but it's a good game. Um, there are a couple of decent Genesis Marvel hero games that are totally worth playing. Acclaim, Acclaim, who must have been must have been doing the uh, console blocking because Acclaim is right here. Yeah, on the they're all over thing, that and stuff. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah, you know they're real arcade people too, so they're like, ah, screw you, Konami. You know what? Uh, you know what Acclaim is, right? Have I told you before? Oh, no, you haven't I'll told tell me you right here. Can. Utah Connection. <laughs> they used to their their studios were all here. They were a Salt Lake company. Now they're gone. Really, yeah. I did not know that. So they're, they're the dicks that wouldn't let you have the X Men on the console. Yep. Do you remember Iguana Entertainment? They were also here. I actually do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a lot of that was era. Crazy. They were building stuff here in the valley. But anyway, don't make my mistake and buy the wrong X Men game, okay? Because they didn't that, do that, returns that, then. I couldn't take it back. Like they were like, that's right, man. When you used to open up a package, it was, it was yours. You couldn't, you couldn't take those things back. That was a $50 investment a lot of times. So you were just out of luck, man. I'm sorry to hear that happened to you. I know. Well, you know, I knew your, your friendship, uh, carries over the air and I can tell that you (laughs) truly care. But now today, (laughs) I mean, we have so much access to it. It's so easy to get and so easy to play. Mm -hmm. If you've got MAME is, 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 easy to emulate on most even crappy hardware yeah. so i mean it's it's yeah. good yeah. it's a good game there. x-men it is 1992 quality stuff everything we've Beat talked about are there um are there others of course when probably we'll talk about those they're probably oh. going to be an entire like konami retrospective at some point these games will be mentioned yeah. again in the future on the show but um, so many yeah. so many people hit us up this week saying gauntlet gauntlet and i i, I kept going let me, let me let me clarify a little further konami Late nineties, but I get it. That's the fr- people are so deaf, dude. <laughs> dude, Gauntlet. To, trust me, Gauntlet, Gauntlet. Gauntlet's going to get its own due. Okay? They can't. They they're they're Gauntlet blinders, and I can't blame them. I love freaking Gauntlet. Yeah, We're Gauntlet's amazing. Gauntlet's going to get its Gauntlet. own show. It's happening. So get right. ready. It'll At- it'll happen, but it's just not yet. Okay. I want to do. I do want to give a little uh, honorable mention to a couple of games before we move on. That's what you're planning on doing here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, there was also in 1992. There was another Konami game. It was a two-player beat 'em up, kind of in the same vein of this intellectual property called Asterix. I don't know if you remember this oh, little French mm-hmm. comic. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a new uh, Asterix, I believe, on Steam or is coming out or already has came out. 
I know also there's a, a there's up. 360 game as well or something. I, I went and doubt it. I didn't really read the comic back in the day. I'm aware of the characters. I've seen the the game before, but it wasn't really it didn't really make any sense to me. There's a couple little cartoony Vikings in there, kind mm-hmm. of a real uh, you know Lenny and Carl. No, not Lenny and Carl. Lenny, Lenny. <laughs> that's the Simpsons. Yeah, that's the Simpsons there. <laughs> but anyway, of mice and men. Anyway, <laughs> kind of felt like that. But yeah. then also, don't forget, in 1992, there was a four-player run-and-gun game uh, of Bucky O'Hare. I don't know if you remember uh, that cartoon from the 80s. No. And the one that really blew my mind. I don't know if I, I had totally forgot about this property. Wild West Cowboys of Mumesa. Do you remember this at all? It no. might have been totally under your radar. Zero, zero memory of that. So one of the inkers for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had went on and started creating this. Uh, something happened to the world, and it was during you know the cowboy age in America, and everything got blown up, and suddenly these cows became, uh, you know, they were they were like humans, and they were all emulating cowboy stuff. Oh. And uh, so this cartoon ran for a season or two right around this time, mm-hmm. early 90s, late 80s. And so it was a four-player running gun uh, based on that property. I played it a little bit this past week. Yeah. It was uh, it was, it was was uh, not good. Not good? Okay. That's it good was, to know. But it was kind of fun. It was, I take that back. There were some moments of levity, but I really felt like uh, being weird for weird sakes – was, I was kind of leaving that area. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, when you think about it, what a weird, outrageous that is weird kind of idea. Yeah. And so this Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa is uh, <laughs> Moo Mesa. That's so Moo Mesa. Yeah, it's it's but it's fun. It's um, fun. Real quick here, the uh, I was checking out this Asterix game that may have been recent, and you were correct. On yeah, the, PC, yeah, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch in 2021 is when that game came out. Right. It was called Slap Them All, and I have never heard of it until now. It looks it looks new. It's a beat-em-up, and you play as the two main characters of that. There's Asterix a ton of these. And, and I was right, by the way, about uh, there was a 360 game. There was a... Uh, PC mobile game or PC and mobile game, PlayStation 2 game, Master System Game Gear, Genesis Arcade, Commodore 64, Atari 2600, 3DS, DS. This, these are all, but they're mostly Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's mostly Europe stuff. Or like, as I say, European comic, right? As, uh, yeah, or as I say, Europe. There's a lot of Europe. Europe. Yeah. Europe. I like saying Europe. There was, one, there was one more that I always think is a beat em up and i always misremember it and it's the gi joe from 1992 also a great cartoon from the 80s oh, that'd be konami fun. yeah it was a third person rail shooter and uh, every time i play it, i'm like oh i don't like this <laughs> you don't like it eh i think that's nah. the reason why i always forget that it's not a beat em up because i always go oh gi joe had a, a konami beat em up like cool. sweet yeah and then uh every time i start to play i'm like oh this is it third person really. running around with uh snake eyes, not snake eyes what was his name yeah snake eyes is snake eyes yeah running around yeah. with him fighting stuff i'd be into that yeah. yeah yeah who's the who's the metal guy i love him um oh the metal destro, destro. Wait, oh god i love destro Destro's i love amazing. the the voice actor who played destro dude He's those so cartoons are amazing good. they're so great and bad they're we just didn't even talk about the voice acting on a lot of these now the x-men did not have any of the voice actors that we probably knew but oh. the turtles and the simpsons had a couple had of some. voice yeah. actors we we knew quick yeah. shout out to uh, gamer checks in the chat it's nice of him to see here oh uh, we don't see him very checks. often but it's nice to nice to see him mm. 
Uh, all right, let's get to uh, today's Guess My Game, because that's what we do, and now is the time to do it, and for some reason it's not out there, it is. Destroy it! <laughs> hey, just speaking of that laugh, we get, there it is, right there. Uh, let's get to it. These are games that Brian and I recorded little bits of, and then we have to try to guess when and where and what they are. And uh, I'm going to start, Brian. Are you ready for your uh, for your guess here? Give me, uh, give me my. So last week, okay. So usually, it's like a fifty fifty chance of us getting one. Yeah. Last week, we both got it right away. I yeah. mean, it was ridiculous. It was. We're going to see how it goes this week. It was real dumb, but we got it. So here it is. Let's see if you can get this. Now, the hint I would give you... Oh, I forgot to tell you the year. Um, the year is 1989. This is an arcade game. It's an arcade game. Yeah. Now, the hint... The other hint... Oh, you can hear it. Okay, the other hint is it's in the vein or genre adjacent to what we talked about today. Oh, okay. Maybe Good. even I say it's Jason. That's misleading. It's kind of in the same genre. But let's say only two right. people can. Oh, do this. is it? Uh, is it River City Ransom? Oh my lord! You got it. It's River City Ransom. Brian, <laughs> you nailed it, dude. Nice job. I didn't oh, expect you to get you. it that fast. That's amazing. All right, yeah, River, River City I will, Ransom. I will admit, I will admit that I follow Scott on Twitter, and he probably should stop posting stuff about the things he's going to post on here. Because <laughs> oh, did you see that? I forgot I put that up there. <laughs> right? It's like uh, I'm like, oh, I saw Scott playing this this week. Of course, what you said it was a Jason. I'm like, oh, yeah. What was I thinking? Um, the game originally uh, released. Let's see, it's an open world action role playing beat 'em up. They call it. I don't think role playing is correct, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Developed by Technos in Japan. Isn't everything a role-playing game? If you, <laughs> maybe. At the end of the day, maybe it is. Uh, it was originally right. released in Japan on April 25th and 89. It's the third in these uh, Kunio-kun series of games, which were that's what they were named over there. Uh, preceded by Renegade and Super Dodgeball, uh, River City Ransom underwent great changes in its storyline, graphical presentation during its localization to make the game more uh, palatable for a Western market. And uh, there's it's a whole bunch a of versions of It's such a weird game, but I love it. It's... I love it, it dude. It has this weird aesthetic to it. It's got a weird look and somehow is feels like a way ahead of its time. It's weird. Yeah, because we weren't prepared in America for this kind of look, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. not we we slowly have drifted to to accepting that kind of style, but that was that was way early for us. Have you seen the cover for the North American release on the Game Boy uh, Advance? Look at not. this thing. This is horrendous. Here, I'll pull it up. It was ported over here by Atlas. That is the worst art. I oh, hate it. Oh, I love it. What are you talking about? That is fan-freaking-tastic. No, some kid's notebook in third period on a Thursday is what that is. That's some that kid who's not awesome. paying attention in class <clears throat> and is showing off his bad but anime this was, art. This, bad. But this, this style was actually pretty, you know, this. Okay, so this looks like an American trying to take a Japanese property. and <laughs> yeah, Maybe they were a fan of Japanese art. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And that's, yeah, that's fine. that's what it feels like. <clears throat> you do what you got to do, but it was kind of their answer to Double Dragon, and I think it was a fine answer. All right, it Brian, I'm going to play fantastic. yours now. Do you do you remember what you gave me here before I play it? I actually do. This The year is 1996. Oh, my gosh, 96. All right, here we go. Yeah, kind of late in the retro era. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Oh, um... Uh, Donkey Kong Country. 
Oh, wow. That sounds a lot like Donkey Kong Country. Okay, Diddy Kong but, Country. No, it does sound like it. I'm with you. Uh, I did, I've never noticed the similarities, but it's not even the same console. I know this! I know you know it. There you go. Now you're getting it. Oh, it's um uh it's Crash Bandicoot. There you go, you nailed it, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> oh, it took me a second. It was the Budabaga guy that got me. It was. I was hoping that would uh that was gonna be the, the thing that switched it over. You know, I, I interviewed the the founder of that company and the and the co designer of the game. Yeah. Naughty Dog? Yeah, he's now over at Meta doing quest stuff, but um He's a really interesting dude and has a gigantic Oceanside house that right. Crash Bandicoot bought, <laughs> basically. That's nice, because I've been playing the crap out of Crash Bandicoot this past week. I, like I said, I picked up the uh, GameCube version of uh, the Cortex of Time. What is it? Something like something that. Like anyway, that. Yeah. something Cortex. I remember that. And, uh, I remember liking that game. I remember thinking that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. It was. It's, it's almost like playing a bunch of mini games. Uh, so far, what I've seen, and I, I I like what I'm doing with it. So nice, very interesting. But does it ever say this? X chicken. That, does that ever happen? No. Okay. If if it did, it would certainly gain more points in it would, my mind. It would it for me. X chicken. Yeah, X chicken. Everything should have a little X chicken in it. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the treasure room. <laughs> It's time for emails. Playretroshow at gmail.com is the address. And here is our email first from Tandy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Who says, I bought the Disney Afternoon Collection for $5 on a Steam, Steam sale. This is, we're talking Ooh, about. That's uh, awesome. Back to the, the, the uh, DuckTales. DuckTales. Yeah, DuckTales. So six Capcom slash Disney NES games all in one place, including rewind capabilities, concept art, and musical tracks. Boy, that rewind is probably nice for those games that are hard. It, you have to. I mean, yeah. it's, it made it so much easier. Yeah, you got to cheat. Um, anyway, the collection is still not available on Switch nor on any Nintendo device. It launched about mm. a month after the Switch launch, so the timing wasn't there. It should have been on the 3DS and later on Switch. Tandy, I agree. Tandy, totally agree with that. I think I am glad we've got a. a I'm glad we got an 80s computer. Uh, send yeah. us in an email. Thank you, Tandy. Yeah, thank you, Tandy. Um, I, I had to go all the way to Radio Shack to, to get your email, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, I, but. I'm in agreement here, Tandy. I think a lot of people are really mad that that the DuckTales, Disney, you know, Capcom stuff didn't end up on the Switch. Man, it's it's where it's supposed to be. This sort of stuff it's should be on the Switch always. Yeah, it should be that device one day. Uh, here's my. You want to hear my prediction? You have predictions? Yeah. Give me predictions. One year, one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my prediction theme song. Here. X chicken. Okay. <laughs> One day, Nintendo or the Nintendo Switch is going to be the great retro emulation yes. device ever made because someone's going to finally hack it so hard yeah. that it will be retro forever, and no one will ever right. get rid of their Switch because of it because they're going to love playing stuff on that thing. I'm telling I you, I think you're probably right. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. Yeah. One day, retro's coming for you. Yeah, it's super locked down right now, but I think I think we're going to get there. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, come on. I got one more email from Schwag, who Schwag. wrote in. It says, Dear Core slash Play Retro. He's sending it to both. Not sure where this belongs. Uh, well, we'll find out now. Thanks, thanks to your shows, I got myself uh, on a kick playing retro style games and reboots. Things that use modern game design sensibilities to bring back the feeling of playing an old SNES or Genesis game. For example, Infernax, Streets of Rage 4, Bomb Slinger. 
I agree with all those, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need more. I was playing WoW Classic almost exclusively for three plus years, so I'm looking for recommendations along these lines, uh, even if they are a few years old. I especially love the old Konami games, platformer shooters, etc. Thanks for all the podcasts. They help me get through a real life grind. Uh, yeah. Well, Schwag, if you like those Konami games, platformers slash Castlevania types, I am still really, really enjoying uh, <laughs> the name just left me. Um, Blasphemous. That game is oh. rad, man. Yeah. I got way further this time. It's hard. That game's hard. But and they keep coming with new uh, content too, right? Didn't they just release some new content? They did. It put a whole hunk of DLC story out for nothing for free. Yeah. And um, I also I ended up buying it again because it was on sale during the spring sale on Xbox. So I bought it on my console as well. And I decided to do a fresh run through over there. Sadly, the, I can't take saves from Steam and move them over, but it's okay. I wasn't that far. Um, right. And it's such a great combination of what he's saying. Throwback, right. but new. And there's lots of games like this. Um, the list is too long. I can't even, I can't I, even say I know, it. Like, I Shovel Knight know alone. Swag likes, Play freaking Shovel Knight, for hell's sakes. Shovel Knight. You'd swear oh, Shovel Knight was an, S, was an S game that just fell out of a cartridge. It's, it's right. amazing. It, yeah. It really does have that feeling to it. Streets of Rage 4, which you mentioned, uh, Schwag. Uh, if you like that, you'll probably like Jitsu Squad, which just came out this past month. This is a beat-em-up, so it's not really like the other things you were talking about. But if you like Streets of Rage 4, uh, Jitsu Squad has got that old-school beat-em-up feel like Konami. Yeah. And also, if you stay tuned in, this is for everybody, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge coming out this year. <gasps> this year. No way. Have you seen that stuff? Have well, you they, seen the Shredder's Revenge? Are there more frames of animation? Because that's what I'm here for. I want that. There is more frames of animation. Shredder's And probably revenge. more... Ow, my toe. Oh, oh ah. Uh, uh, my toe, my, my toe. My toe. Or uh, what's another good one? Hold on. Maybe they'll say... Oops. Blazers. Maybe the this. Oh, my gosh. Here you go. Oh, goody. Fresh turtles for lunch. Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Look at this. Now, ooh, geez. Data great. is saying that that's already happened. Is that is no? That's not out, is it? Hold no, on. Maybe it's talking about something else. Maybe KT's talking. It got announced else. in back in April. Kind of should be out by now, though, right? I just keep seeing 2022. It says when I went to the Switch store, it said coming soon. Went to Steam store, it said coming soon. So unless another console, I didn't dig deep enough. Oh, this looks like fun, dude. Look at this. This is way old school. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna have to play this game. I gotta play it. I gotta play it. Oh my gosh! I don't think it's out yet. Okay, I was talking about the emulation on the Switch. That's KT. So we got it. All right, we're, okay, we're all we're all squared away. Well, anyway, that's coming. Uh, okay, good news is this. And send us those emails, everybody. Play retro show at gmail.com. Here's the great news. Our next discussion uh, is going to be epic because why? I'll tell you why. These are the kind of philosophical discussions I like to get in. Console mascots in the thirty or the early three D animation. I can't say words. Console mascots in the early three D action platformer era. So you can think of successful ones like oh Mario sixty four changed the world. I agree, but there's a lot people of people also ones. hate it. Yeah, you know yes. what it reminds me of? It's like silent films to talkies. A yes. whole bunch of actors got left in the dust because nobody wanted to hear them talk. A couple sneaked through and they made it into the into the talkie era. This is how I think this happened then. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some games looked like they were primed for this transition to 3D and were utter poopy poop. And then there were some (laughs) where we were like, oh, okay, well, that worked. Well done, Nintendo, or well done, whoever else. So 
we're going to talk all about that next week. What was what yeah, went crash, right? What went wrong? We're going to come back to Crash Bandicoot. Who uh, was it? It was a more of a kind of a kind of a PlayStation Sony mascot, not official. They but, tried. You know, everybody thought of Crash Bandicoot as that. Yeah. And there was a, a 3D Sonic game that that almost happened that didn't happen, but we had to wait all the way until Sonic Adventure before we saw. And there are people Sonic who love Sonic Adventure, and I'm not one of them. I think that is a bad video game. So I I'm think gonna... Mario 64 is kind of. Oh, let's, we're going to have the Sega Nintendo r- r- rivalry back again in 2022, mm. everybody. Um, but yeah, we're going to go deep on all of that stuff. Now, do not see this as, oh, this is when they're going to talk about Mario 64 or the Mario games. No, that gets its own, trust me, that gets its own oh, yeah. full episode of like, let's rave about you know why Mario is the most important mascot in the history of video games and blah, blah, blah. Like, we're not doing that in this one, but... This is going to be a fun one. I like these kinds of things. Um, you know, like one day when we we finally dig into that weird concept of why are localization names different? Why is it the yes. Super Nintendo here? And why was it the Super Famicom over there? Uh, why the Genesis? Why the Mega Drive? That kind of thing. Uh, we'll get to that at some point. Oh, that reminds me. We didn't even talk about Teenage Mutant uh, Hero Turtles in Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hero Turtles. They, they couldn't have the word Ninja. Oh, I thought it was teenage. Oh no, you're right, ninja. (laughs) I just like they don't like teenagers over there, so it was uh, adult uh, ninjas. Adult, right? Turtle ninjas. Humanoid, no turtle. Yes, power. So we now live in a much more international connected time, and everything they don't do this in video games anymore. Stuff just gets named a thing here for the most part. Still, a couple of times you'll see it with movies. It's usually cultural sensitivity things or something, but eventually we'll get to that. But next week it's the console mascots that didn't quite make it through to 3D, those that did, and why on both counts. All right? That sounds like fun, Brian. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, In the meantime, patreon.com slash playretro. That's patreon.com slash playretro is the place you can support this show. Please do, because we need it. That's how it stays on the air and uh, makes it possible for us to get the stuff we need to to cover and everything else. So if you are at all inclined to not only support the show, but get bonus content and other fine reasons for being a part of it, head on over to patreon.com slash playretro right now and get that done. Playretroshow at gmail.com is our email address. Playretroshow on Twitter. That is going to do it for us. Hey, Brian, anything else you want to say before we cut out? Hey, Scott is, uh, Galmore says in the chat room, are we moving back to Monday officially next week? You know what? Um, Let's go ahead and do it. Let's start. We're going to do it? Yeah, I figured it out and made it work with this other thing. So um, it'll actually be, be- well, th- we, there's a question about the week after next week because I'll be in Vegas that week. we got to figure that one out. But right. but okay. as it stands right now, yes, next Monday, we're back to the Monday schedule. Okay, Mondays. So Monday, I love 3:30. Mondays. 3.30 Mountain that, Time. Yep, 3.30 Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv. That will do it for us. Thank you all for listening, for being here, and for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Welcome to die. Welcome to die. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Bring that statue back, you bloated beanbag. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 